0: Slava Isuzuka Stu, Slava Navika, glory be to Jesus Christ, glory be forever. This is Father Basil Malovany again, and I'm doing another podcast. And as you could tell from the music I just played, it's, um we're getting close to Christmas. Just the 40 days are so away from our uh, Christmas celebration and, uh, the weather is definitely wintry in my uh, area where I live. Uh, lots of snow on the ground. It's getting colder temperatures. So definitely the Christmas, um, spirit is coming among us. And I just want to reflect a few things today about our preparations for Christmas and maybe this to uh, for you th- who are listening at home to reflect what did you do when you were a child when you were um, you know a teenager um, when you had uh, got married uh, had kids and now whatever age you are how do you prepare for Christmas what is the what what are some of the things that you that that excite you about this time? what are some of the things that you get really excited about the so really joy filled and uh, that's that's definitely what I want to kind of reflect upon uh in my podcast today. So in our Ukrainian Catholic tradition um November fifteenth is the start of what's called Polypica, St. Philip's Fast. Uh, it's similar in some ways to what's called Advent in the Roman Catholic calendar, although Advent is a few weeks shorter. I believe Advent for the Roman Catholic starts on December 1st. But we start on November 15th, uh, our Ukrainian Catholic tradition. So very similar to Lent. 40 days we prepare ourselves for the nativity of Christ for Christmas. And why <coughs> why is it that we uh prepare ourselves for this period? Why do we have 40 days? Well, um it's funny that the, the this nativity fast starts uh the day after the uh the feast day of saint philip and saint philip is celebrated on on november 14th and um he was of course uh one of the jesus's apostles and he was you know, martyred like uh, all of the apo- most of the apostles were and it's uh there's a legend that uh when he was about to get martyred um he asked god to punish to his, the people who were about to kill him. And because of, you know, uh, of this, uh, according to the legend, God said to St. Philip, well, you're not going to get to heaven for 40 days because there's evil in your heart. You want to punish these people who, who you know, obviously hurt you, but that's obviously, you're not showing love. So for 40 days you're not going to be uh in heaven and you're going to basically your spirit is going to wander and uh not be able to get to heaven right away. So it's an interesting um interesting story about that about St. Philip and about ourselves as well, you know. Uh very much like the Jewish people if the Old Testament through for years and years you know, first to, to get to the promised land and then to wait for the Messiah to come. They waited for generation after generation after generation, uh, to, to get Jesus on the earth, to get the, the, the savior of the world, uh, to, to live among us. And, um, you know, it takes a lot of patience. Sometimes, uh, you know, we, we feel like little children. We want, we want, we want something right away. But, you know, God is saying, hold on. You just gotta wait. Be patient. You gotta purify yourselves first. You got to, you know, make sure that your, your heart and souls are not full of sin, not full of envy, not full of, of greed. And all those other, uh, sins that prevent us from being with God forever. So that's an interesting, uh, analogy, I think between Saint Philip and us, uh, and the Jewish people as we wait, uh, for the coming of Christ. Uh, so very much like Lent is, uh, the 40 day fast period before Easter where we are purifying ourselves. We are you know uh um, reflecting upon our lives upon you know what can we be doing better how can we be serving uh people better how can we be serving one another according to what god wants us to do i think this uh saint philip's fast is is very similar to that um even the the different uh feast days that occur during this fast. So on the 15th the fast starts and then on the 21st of November we have what's called the Feast of the Entrance of the Blessed Virgin Mary in the temple and then on the uh, 6th of December uh, we have the Feast of St. Nicholas and then on the 9th of December uh, what's called the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, or the Conception of St. Anna. And all these feasts are very, very interesting in how they prepare us for the Christmas season. You know, uh, obviously, we know about the Virgin Mary, uh, Mary um, uh, the Annunciation, the A- angel Gabriel told Mary that she was going to uh, conceive Jesus, and then you know uh Jesus, um the not the entrance of the Blessed Virgin Mary in the temple obviously happened when Mary was a child where where um she was uh you know trained by the temple priests, the Jewish temple priests from childhood to you know to know the Jewish faith, to know the Jewish tradition. And so to prepare herself to bear Jesus, because <coughs> obviously Jesus being the son of God, um, you know, the, the, the mother of God had to be holy, had to be prepared for that in, 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 in a, a spiritual way. So Mary, right from the beginning, right from the entrance into the temple, uh, was preparing herself for this call you know and and obviously she didn't know as a child that she was going to bear jesus but she uh, she definitely knew something was important in her life she was bound to do something for the glory of god and so that's the first feast that prepares us for this um uh feast of of the nativity of christmas the first one of the 21st the entrance of Blessed Virgin Mary in the temple. The next one is December 6th, St. Nicholas. And I think all of us, especially if we are of Ukrainian uh, tradition, we know who St. Nicholas is, you know. He is he is the Santa Claus. Santa Claus is, uh, is a fictional recreate, uh, recreation of St. Nicholas. Made by Coca-Cola in, uh, you know, or late 1800s to, you know, <coughs> to sell their, their, uh, Coca-Cola products. But St. Nicholas was that gentle, generous bishop of Myra who lived many, many centuries ago and who, you know, was, um, Uh, you know, symbolizes so well what we should be uh, doing for Christmas. That is, to be generous to one another. And uh, I'm sure many of us know the stories of St. Nicholas, how he helped those who were poor in his area. St. Nicholas himself was, you know, uh, had rich parents who died when he was very young. So he was had a lot of wealth in uh, in his family so but he didn't use that wealth for his own purposes he didn't use that wealth to to glorify himself or to to buy all these things that you know like in today's world we have so many possessions no he used that wealth to help one another and uh, this is where the gift uh, giving comes for Christmas where St. Nicholas would give different gifts to people, give different, um, you know, just help people out when they needed the, needed help. And then the, the final feast, of course, um, before Christmas, the major feast in our Ukrainian Catholic tradition and in the Roman Catholic tradition is the Immaculate Conception or what we call in our tradition the conception of St. Anna. And uh, people often get confused about this. This is not when Mary uh, became pregnant with Jesus. No, that's the annunciation that we celebrate a different time. Immaculate conception is when Mary's mother, St. Anna, became pregnant with Mary. And why it's called Immaculate is because we know that Mary was conceived uh, and did not have original sin in her soul. So she, she was se- conceived without original sin. She never had, she never ever had sin within her. Doesn't mean she wasn't tempted. She, like every person, even Jesus was tempted, but that this means that she was sinless her entire life. And was conceived without sin. So, all these different feasts, uh, prepare us for that coming of Christmas time. So, you know, if if you are of a Ukrainian Catholic, uh, or, or a Catholic and, and want to celebrate these feasts, I'm sure that, um, the churches that you're around are, are are always able to celebrate these beautiful uh, traditional feasts and are and are our preparing ourselves for the nativity of Christ. So going back to what I was saying earlier, you know, how do we ourselves prepare for the nativity during these 40 days, you know? Um some people are very much they do what they like they do during Lent, and they're very fast. They fast a lot, they uh, they don't eat as much, they do a lot more exercises, a lot more works of mercy. All those things are, are good to do, no no doubt about that. If we're able to, but I think the, the most important thing that we can do during this time. <coughs> Excuse me is is this to remember um, that we have to <coughs> be patient you know just like the Jewish people of the olden days who had to wait for centuries and centuries and centuries for the coming of Jesus for the coming of the Messiah and we uh, you know have to be patient during these 40 days. You know, uh, sometimes like we feel like little kids. We want, we want, we want. We know those gifts are coming. We know what we want, and we want it right now. But no, we it's <laughs> it doesn't always work that way. We have to prepare ourselves. We have to um, make sure that we are we are um, spiritually prepared to make sure that we understand what this whole. Nativity Feast is all about, you know, why Jesus came into the world, why <coughs> people had to wait so long. Um, all these things are so important to reflect upon and to say, yeah, like we, we sometimes have to wait a little bit. We have to wait about uh, to get what we want, to get those things that we know that God is going to give to us. Because God is so gracious to us, and and those gifts that God gives to us, well, come eventually, you know, when we when we are patient, when we are humble of heart, when we, um, when we are just trusting in God in every way, we know that He's going to uh, eventually give us those gifts the gifts uh, that we need to be joyful in life, to be glad in, in the Lord. And uh, this, like, St. Nicholas gave these gifts to people who were desperate at that time, who needed the financial support, who needed the, um, the, the, the those prayers for the, for whatever reason that they needed at that time. We, too, have to remember that those things will come when we trust in God, when those things will always be there because God knows what we need. God knows what we uh, need for our life, for our families, for our uh, friends, for our communities. God is always working through other people around us to show us his love, to show us his Mercy to show us His compassion to us. So I, I think this is this forty days of of uh, polypica of the Saint Philip's fast is uh, is a good time to reflect upon this. What are we waiting for? You know, what are we asking from God that we feel like we need? Uh, you know, right now, but God is just saying, well. You know, just hold on. Hold on just a little bit. Just be patient and, uh, and, uh, you know, make sure that you are spiritually preparing yourself. Make sure that you are not going to do anything that causes friction between other people. Make sure that you, uh, ask for repentance. Ask for that mercy of God so that, um, we know that. When we are healed of those things that prevent us from serving God, we are going to be better people. We are going to be um, people of the light, people of 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 the grace of God's of God's gracious spirit in us. So you know. Um, so again, uh, every one of us can reflect upon these days of the fast of the Nativity fast. What are we going to do during this time? Are we going to be more generous with our resources for one another? Are we going to be more generous with our time for one another? Are we going to, you know, uh, maybe pray for someone who needs that prayer today? Um, all those kind of things are, are so, um, are so beautiful when we do those things like Saint Nicholas did in the past. Like all those people who who care for one another, who who really understand what this meaning of the nativity is, because really, what is the nativity is Jesus's gift for the world, right? So he came down from heaven to be only begotten Son, so that we can be saved from our uh, sinfulness. So. It is, it is a gift to save us from our sinfulness, the nativity, the, uh, the incarnation, the, the coming down of Jesus from heaven to give us our, um, to give us the chance to be with him forever. And, uh, you know, every tradition is different. Uh, what do we do to prepare for Christmas? Well, we decorate our houses. We decorate the Christmas trees. You know, maybe some people, they do an Advent wreath. You know, I think that's a beautiful tradition as well that, that talks about preparedness, talks about how we're going to prepare for Jesus to come on, uh, on the day of Christmas. So I, I would, I would encourage you if you're listening, to do these kind of things with your children, with your grandchildren, with your families, with your spouses. Don't just say, well, Christmas is coming on the 25th and blah, blah, blah. All these things, are we have to uh, get shopping done, we have to get this done, all this stuff. Yeah, all that is going to happen but what are we doing spiritually to prepare ourselves as well? What are we doing to help our understanding of why Jesus came down on this earth. And yeah, uh, uh, all the, the other things to prepare, like the Christmas tree, as I was saying, a beautiful tradition that probably much all Western society does now, uh, during the Christmas tree. Um, you know, as I said, the, the Advent wreath. Um, you know, we could start a little earlier since we're Ukrainian Catholics. Roman Catholics, no, only have four weeks, we have more than that. So we can do six weeks of the Advent wreath in different colors. And, uh, there's very beautiful prayers we could do every day. And also, uh, there's a, a prayer called the Immanuel Maleben. that, uh, if you know of it, it's a beautiful Maleban that that prepares our, our our hearts and minds for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ with. Scripture passages that talks about the Jewish people waiting, that talks about how they have to be patient in order to get the Messiah amongst us. So, I did a lot, a lot of talking today and uh, I enjoy these podcasts. Hopefully you enjoy them too. Um, I don't know when I'm going to do the next one. It could be in a day, it could be in a week. I guess when the Spirit moves me. That's when I'll be doing my next one. But um, I'm going to close today um, with a little prayer. I talked about the feast day coming up, the entrance into the temple of our Most Lady, Holy Lady, the Mother of God, and Ever-Virgin Mary. So I'm just going to do a prayer that talks about what this feast is all about, the Troparion. Today is the prelude of the good pleasure of God and the proclamation of salvation for the human race. In the temple of God, the Virgin is clearly revealed and beforehand announces Christ to all. To her, then let us cry aloud with a mighty voice, rejoice, fulfillment of the Creator's plan. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and Holy Spirit, now and forever and ever. Amen the Savior's pure temple, the precious bridal chamber and virgin, the sacred treasury of the glory of God is brought today into the house of the Lord. And with her she brings the grace of the Divine Spirit. God's angels sing in praise of her. She is indeed the heavenly dwelling place. God bless all of you. I hope you enjoyed this and I will do another podcast soon enough. See you later.